Hello and welcome to The Wheel Life, episode 3. I'm Dave. I got a chance to sit down with Dino Padula finally and actually record it properly. Uh, He's from National Seating and Mobility and we had a cool little talk just about accessories, power assist stuff. Uh, It was pretty interesting. Don't want to drop any spoilers, so I'll wait for that. Before I throw it into the interview, uh, I wanted to talk quickly about the Paralympics, air quotes, 2020 coming up. Uh, It's kind of cool. August 24th, they start out. I got to be honest, I've never really paid attention to the the Paralympics before, Uh, but I'm into it this year. I'm going to check it out. There's some cool, there's uh, actually a shitload of sports for the Summer Olympics. Uh, I think I counted like 22 of them. Uh, A couple of ones that caught my eye were like archery, uh, athletics, which I have no idea what that means. Maybe it's like a gymnastics sort of thing. Uh, You got equestrian, which I don't know if that means the horse is paralyzed or if there's like what's going on there. That's going to be pretty cool to check out. Uh, Of course, you have like rugby and basketball. Uh, There's rowing, fencing, which is kind of rad. I didn't know that was a sport, uh, an Olympic sport. Uh, Taekwondo, interested to see how that's going to go down. I don't know if that's like also like blind people and stuff or like what the deal is with there. Uh, Goal ball, you got football five aside, which sounds kind of cool. So I'm going to check all the sports out. Uh, and I'm going to talk about it a bit on the show. And if you guys play any of these sports, uh, you're involved in, involved in it, especially at like a Paralympic level, uh, feel free to drop me a line, the.wheellife at, on Instagram and the underscore wheellife at yahoo.com. Um, uh, cause I'd definitely love to talk about it, learn more about it. Uh, someone made fun of you for having a Yahoo email. I don't know why that's funny. Maybe that's like old school. Um, I don't know what the deal is with that. Oh, also bocce is a sport, which is pretty rad. Uh, kind of like just beach game, but gone Olympic sports. So that's kind of cool. I'm going to check that out. Um, but that's all I wanted to talk about. Paralympics. It's cool. We'll check it out. And I'm going to throw now to the interview with Dino, which was a fun little chat. And I'll talk to you guys on the other side. All right. Well, I'm here with Dino Padula, sales manager in the National Seating and Mobility for the Interior Region of BC. And we're going to talk a little bit about gizmos and gadgets and whatnot. Hey, Dino, how's it going? I'm good. Thanks, Dave. How are you? I'm good. Glad to have you here. Um, uh, so we were just talking a little bit before and you were talking about some of the advancements in uh, like wheelchair accessories with power assist and whatnot. Um, I maybe, maybe just expand a little bit on what you were talking about there before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so really, like I mentioned here, right, um, this is my 27th year in this industry. And uh, what's really come to the table with uh, everything in the last little while has and really opened eyes for for a new market in this whole industry has been power assists. Um, you know, there have been improvements to the light, the, you know, the weight of wheelchairs, as you know, you know, as you've had more chairs, your chairs get lighter kind of thing. And, and, uh, so that was one, you know, thing that kind of started it all. But the power assist, Dave, I mean, that's been the the full eye opener to, to what's going on in the industry now. Right. I guess that goes hand in hand with just lighter batteries and just better kind of uh, electrical motor technology sort of deal. 100 percent. The uh, the improvement of batteries, uh, lithium batteries, of course, um, you know, have just taken it to the next level. I mean, the products of front drives, we'll start with those ones. And those are the ones that they click onto the front of your chair. And, you know, they lift, uh, they lift your casters off the ground because as you know, casters are not our friends. Um, they like to hit ruts and, and rocks and tend to have us launch out of our chairs if we're not paying attention. Um, the front drive um, actually lifts the wheelchair front casters off the ground. Um, 
usually about two to four inches, depending on how much you can tolerate sitting in different angles. Um, but they've been around in Europe for a long time. Um, you know, let's be honest, uh, the European market has always been advanced in everything. Um, you know, you'd think North America would have um, the leg up on everything, but that's just not the case. So, you know, Italy and Spain are where the main units come from. What's really neat is um, both the owner of Tri-Ride and Batac um, are both in wheelchairs. One's a quadriplegic who owns Batac, who started it. And of course, uh, Jani from uh, Tri-Ride, which, um, you know, these guys both know what you and I are living, right? And I don't know, not to be biased, but, you know, uh, if I was in a chair, just kind of like you are, I mean, uh, I'd be buying it for my guy in a chair. And uh, that's why when I, there's, don't get me wrong, there's tons of these products um, all over the world. You can get them overseas. You can get them out of California, wherever. But um, these are the only two that are designed by, you know, a guy sitting in it. So, you know, um, that to me, Dave, I mean, in an, a, we, we can chat way more on other things like, you know, evolution of the wheel and getting lighter or whatever. But, you know, you asked the question of what's, what's new and what is new is, is, is front drive and power assist. Yeah, that's cool. So that's different as opposed to I've seen a lot of power assists where they're basically kind of under the chair or in the back and it's like a one wheel little guy. These guys hook up and make you look like sort of a three wheel scooter kind of like the front wheel drive ones. Yeah, yeah. So the, the one you, you you mentioned about the on the rear of the chair, okay, those are called push trackers, right? Uh, Permobile's got one uh, made by Max Mobility. Um, there's another Yomper and there's another Smooth from Europe. There's three different versions of them. Those are really good. And, and you know, to be honest, I, I get the opportunity to use them all. I have them all. I've tried them all. Um, it's kind of the perks of being, um, you know, in this industry. And, and I use both. So for a smart drive or a rear push tracker we chatted about, um, that's a great unit for like traveling to Vegas or going to like a resort where everything is smooth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got curb cuts, you got ramps, you got everything else like that. So, and it's, you can't see that it's there, right? It's behind you. You don't have this big thing in front of you. Um, you can use it at like, I always use mine, for example, and I mentioned Vegas trade shows, right? You go to a trade show, you got, you know, a football field full of carpet and you got to go from booth to booth. Well, you try to push that and see what you're going to be like in about eight hours, right? So every power assist has its own, you know, place to be at, right? Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, uh, that's something uh, that I've considered a lot because those front wheel ones, like you said, they're very bulky and uh, probably not as easy to travel with. But then you start putting both together, it gets expensive. So it's, you know, yeah. you got to figure out what works best for you, I suppose. Oh, absolutely. Right. And, and that's why, you know, um, at NSM and, and in any, you know, dealer or whatever, um, we always got the ability for the end user to try the product to see what's going to be most suitable for them prior to buying. Right. So, you know, whether it be a new and improved cushion or new technology coming out with uh, the power assist, I mean, I'm on my third front drive <clears throat> and the reason is advancement and improvements to electronics. So what I've seen in the last, five years especially Dave has been um similar to like your iPhone or your smartphone right like 
you buy the new iPhone 12 and you know that it's already obsolete because 13 and 14 is coming down the road, right? Well, it's the same thing with these new electronics, whether it be a front drive, a smart drive, which is at the back of your chair, or even the power chair technologies. Like, you know, the days of, um, you know, sip and puffs being all on vacuum uh, for quadriplegics to drive, et cetera, and stuff like that. I mean, it's all digital. It's all just programmable to a T. Um, the advancements have allowed people with really severe disabilities to live a really, really active and lifestyle, right? Like it's just, it's awesome to see, right? I've, I've seen a lot in the 20 plus years. And, and again, thanks to electronics, thanks to, you know, these guys that research it and, and, and have got all this product for, you know, people like you and I who have disabilities, right? It's a game changer, 100%. That's awesome. Yeah. And so where do you think, cause it's certainly still pretty new, a lot of this stuff, like where do you see kind of all of that going? Like, where do you see the future of like, whether it be like a fully electric wheelchair or a manual one, like where are we headed with that? Like, is it going to be all power assists all the time on stuff or? Um, honestly, Dave, I, I, I don't have an answer. I mean, I, I think it's just going to get better and better for, you know, you and I to live longer lives. Um, seeing where it's gone in the last, say, 15 to 20 years, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll just wheel onto a little hoverboard and rip around that way, right? I mean, that's it, the dream. It, yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, it, it's already kind of happened in some places and some things, right? Um, I think it's going to be, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it's gonna make our lives easier, if that makes any sense, right? So manual rigid chairs, easier to push because they're lighter weight, right? Now we have the ability to add a power assist device to the rear, okay? So that's less strain on our shoulders, okay? Which means we're not gonna to have to get, so I'm using, you know, we're starting with you and I who have, a, um, um, say, you know, paraplegia opposed to quadriplegia, right? Yeah. Um, we're not going to have to get to the next level as quick as we would have 10 years ago, if you know what I mean. So you and I are going to have to jump in that power chair, right? Potentially. So we're way older than we would have expected. That's what I think the big thing is, right? Um, the advancement in seating, right? You and I sit 10, 12 hours a day. Well, we're not supposed to be sitting that long. So, you know, the custom cushions that allow us to spend more time in our chairs, um, that kind of stuff, I think, is it's just it's going to prolong what the next cycle will be in our lives, is what I think. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I told you. Means the quality of life really is what it comes down to. Kind of just um, getting around. The easier, the better. Yes, that's cool. So I, I have kind of a funny. It's not so high tech question, but like honestly, one of the biggest problems I have accessory wise is finding a freaking good cup holder. Like I can't, I can't find one that I can just put a beer in and like roll around with, you know what I mean? Like I just, they all just suck. Do you have a well, solution for that? <laughs> I do have a solution for that. It's called go to your bike shop. Yeah. Like, it, there, and, and you know what? It's, there is a company though, you know, if you want to check top on it. So um, Ram X, which has, you know, they build the um, cell phone holders, all that kind of stuff. Um, they've definitely come out with some pretty neat, um, phone holders and, um, you know, um, iPad holders, that kind of thing, like tablets, et cetera. 
uh, anything that you can hold on to while you're going. And including they do have a little gyroscope um, cup holder. Problem is, is it becomes quite cumbersome to your manual chair. If we were using power, it's not as big of a deal. Um, but your best go-to, um, and I, you know, we got them in stock, but you know, it's your local bike shop. Like, you know, yeah. let's be honest, the difference between my chair, your chair and a downhill bike or any kind of bike is a minus of two wheels, right? So all of those little components and a lot of guys in the community are using them. And I have one on my camping chair because you don't want to be too far away from your cup of coffee, right? Um, you basically want uh, to get yourself a good, you know, uh, water bottle holder, um, some zap straps or even strapping devices, and you can get them on the front frame of your chair or on the rear of your chair. Yeah, uh, there's a difference in, in, sorry to interrupt there, but there's not much, you know, the bike world and this industry are very, very similar. And they're even becoming more similar in the fact that we both have, you know, the power drives, the front drives, e-bikes are huge. Um, and I think that's where it's going, to be honest. For sure. I've been just absolutely down the rabbit hole on the bowhead. I don't know if you've seen that. It's a company out of Calgary. It's like a electric assist downhill mountain bike, like a, like a recumbent one. It's amazing. It's like a little dirt bike, almost like electric dirt bike, but it's a downhill mountain bike. Yeah. So uh, Christian, who uh, developed and designed that, he also was involved with uh, Marvel wheelchairs. I've known him for years. Um, he's just hired one of um, my clients as well, Cole Bernier, um, to be his rep for the, um, I guess, Western, Western Canada, North America. So he's going to be traveling south and Utah and all that kind of things. But yeah, like you hit it on the head, Dave, like what he came up with. And again, it's another product designed by a guy sitting in a chair saying, hey, I want to go down that hill, right? Yeah, a guy that um, loved, snow he snowboarded or something a lot, right? And he was trying to chase that kind of feeling again. He was a, bo he was, he was a border mountain biker, basically an outdoor guy. And, um, you know, they, I think they just, I'm glad you picked, you mentioned it, um, they just got back. They were in Canmore, I think it was, or Kicking Horse. Kicking Horse is it. And uh, the Dunbar their, series. Yeah, their Sorry. first race. And um, that's phenomenal. Like that's just opening things up for everybody. Yeah, it's really cool. And you can see how that technology ties in with power assist stuff with chairs and whatever. Like it's certainly uh, kind of amalgamating. I don't know if that's the right word, but like you said, they're joining worlds for sure. Well, they are right. And again, let's, um, you know, the, you got a bike, you use a gear. Uh, we have hand cycles. We use the gear. Well, why don't we add power to that? Because, you know, it's easier and don't get me wrong. Like you can still get power assists, right. For hand cycles and stuff. So you're still getting your cardiovascular, you're still, you know, out with the family doing whatever else. But the big difference is when, when I was just using my hand cycle prior to adding power to it was for me to do 30 kilometers an hour to keep up with my wife or anybody that's got two strong legs um i'd be dead by the time i was coming home right it wasn't enjoyable you still need to with power assist you still need to crank right so you're still getting your cardio you're still doing whatever but the difference is is instead of doing 15k you're doing 35k right and that's what's that's what's kind of evolved with it all, right? Is taking 
us with disabilities to the same level, you know, your buddies out riding their bikes. And that's been a game changer. Um, I think a lot for, you know, the Coles, uh, Josh Duix, all these guys that have gotten back into their, um, you know, freestyle lifestyle of skiing, dirt biking, wherever else it is, it is mental health. Right. And, and that has been, it's most, it's the most important part of everything. If you can't accept where you're sitting and if it takes having to get outside to do that again, well, that's the number one thing here. Right. Um, you know, I was, I, I was fortunate. I guess you call it fortunate. I was born with this disease. So I've been sitting in a chair for 40 years. Um, I don't know exactly the exact feeling that you and a lot of other people would have had by losing that, but what I learned and that's how I became, I think, quite successful in, in, in communicating with people was me letting everyone know that it's going to be better on the other side, because you know better than anybody, right? Those first couple months, days, and weeks, like your brain's a pretty powerful thing. So these power advancements have allowed that to become easier, like way easier transition. Yeah, it's a it's definitely a big deal. Like I've it's been about five a little over five years for me now since I got injured. And that's something that like it's been five years. I'm used to the chair. I don't care about stairs and crap like that anymore. You know what I mean? But like yeah. getting out into the mountains and not like having to have your friends just drag you up the trail and kind of like make their day a work day. You can go out there with your buddies, with your family, whoever it is, and just enjoy it and not have to, like you said, either work way too hard or have to have the people around you work way too hard just to get you there. And it's kind of nice to make them chase you a bit, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and there's a lot, I mean, power assistant, I mean, everybody does it a different way, right? I mean, my way of getting to the bush um, was on a quad first. And I'm like, hey, these side-by-sides are even neater, right? So it doesn't always have to be, you know, a power device like, you know, a downhill bike or a hand cycle, whatever else is just the whole thing of being where you want to be and having the ability to get there. Um, whether it be hand cycles, bionics, um, the front drives, the um, push trackers from the back, the bow heads, whatever it may be, downhill suspension skis, like cross country. There is not a sport or activity that we can't do anymore. And that's what I think is you know you asked the question about technology that's what's awesome about technology dave is is nothing there's nothing nobody's ever i've never heard of anything we can't do anymore and that's what's pretty cool yeah it's phenomenal for sure you mentioned i heard you mentioned a bionics Did you mean like exoskeletons and stuff like that or like uh what do you mean by bionics bionics is a company out of europe that uh came out with one of the first um power assists for bikes so oh, okay you know, you can order a beat, an e-bike from Specialized now or whatever, or Grand, or whatever the bike companies are, right? Well, Bionics was a company in, um, out of Europe that basically you could order the battery pack, you could order the front motor, you could do whatever and adapt it to your bike. Cool. Right on. Well, that's pretty cool stuff. Um, uh, I'd like to touch a little bit on too, because, well, as you know, getting a new wheelchair in the next month or so. And yeah. uh, just talk about maybe some of the advancements when it comes to frames casters which you already talked about how annoying they are because they just kind of get stuck in everything um uh where some of the changes and stuff you've seen over the last bunch of years that uh, appeal to you or you find interesting so 
Um, my kind of specialty and, and what I've kind of carved my niche in is, is, is in this industry has been spinal cord injury and uh, complex rehab custom seating. So with wheelchairs, I'll start on that one first. So the manual wheelchair, I mean, again, you look at a design from Everston Jennings of, you know, 30, 40 years ago, um, it was called a Kushel Champion 3000, open frame design. Um, it was heavy, you know, uh, but you could get it around your body, do whatever else. What they've really done is taken that frame and they've gone from, you know, 3000 series aluminum to 6000 series aluminum. So thinner walls and thicker tubings. They've tried all sorts of stuff. Um, well, now they're up to like 7000 50 series aluminums, um, titaniums, which is another product. And they basically taken that 30 pound chair and, and they, they made it 15 pounds. Um, then to take it to the next step, we got to jump to Europe again because they're ahead of us. Uh, RGK wheelchairs and Progeo wheelchairs, which are two companies, one's from Italy and one's from the UK. Um, they've taken it to the next level where they've hand built them. So you basically give them the width, the depth, um, the gap between the rear wheels, your caster size, where you want your caster fork to be, where you want your tippiness to be, we call that center of gravity. You give them every single measurement, and don't quote me on this, but I think page one has got about 10 measurements just for like where you're sitting in space. Um, it's about a six page order form where we get a CAD drawing. So what ends up happening is you're removing all those bolts that allow you to adjust and change positions. You're removing all that. Every bolt you move, you're dropping an ounce here and two ounces there and three ounces there. Well, believe it or not, Dave, we now have wheelchairs that weigh four kilograms. That's about 10 pounds. Okay. Um, you turn your head and your chair turns. So that has been, you know, we talked about smart drives and all that kind of power stuff, but the refinement of materials, and how they build these things, that has made, again, you know, we say this again, our quality of life so much better. You know, you don't want, you don't have to worry about, oh, do I got to get out of my car? My chair weighs 20 pounds. Blah, blah, blah. You don't think about it anymore, right? You run down to the beer store, jump in and out of your car, and it's whatever, you know. And, and the neat part about that and the refinement of making these chairs smaller, tighter, lighter is... When you look at me or you these days, you don't see a wheelchair, right? You see the person and that's what you're supposed to see. It should only be something that's helping us get around. Not, you know, here, look at this, look at this big chair and the guy sitting in it, right? So that's where I've seen the manual uh, chairs more than anything advance more than any, like just to the front, right? For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and those super light ones, they must be like a carbon fiber frame or something, I imagine, those really light ones. Yeah, so um, Progeo, which is the Italian company, um, that's hand-built carbon fiber. So there's absolutely no moving parts other than the casters turning and the wheels turn. Um, and, and RGK is either available in titanium or aluminum. And of course, with that comes a price tag, you know, so the days of three, $4,000 wheelchairs, um, they are there, but when you take it to the next level of what we call full custom manual wheelchairs, uh, they start at the $10,000 mark and can go up to 12 plus easily. 
The lighter it is, Dave, the more it costs is what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to put a price on it when it's so much more convenient. Like you said, like taking even my chair, I'm not sure what it weighs. It's not like that heavy, but it's heavy enough that it's kind of annoying going in and out of the car. You know what I mean? So this this next one will be titanium, will be a little bit lighter. It'll probably be pretty noticeable, even just for little things like that, I imagine. And also ride quality, right? Like, so you asked about different casters and wheels and stuff. So, I mean, if you remove the bolts from a wheelchair and it's just a weld and it's made of titanium or it's made of carbon, um, there's shock absorption because, you know, it's like everyone else there in the chair, you know, you hit um, exposed concrete or you hit the cuts in the concrete on a sidewalk, um, your feet bounce off, right? And basically having a product that absorbs that before it hits you. So your front caster is being a soft roll, right? So you got a, a hard rubber that's attached to an aluminum that goes into a titanium frame. By the time that concrete cutout reaches your knees or your sitting position, it's not as much as it would have been back in the day when you had a plastic caster and you had an aluminum frame and a steel fork, right? All, so all rigid, yeah. You know, all of this is just taken away and again, making life easier. Um, wheels. So Spinergy, which is probably one of the largest wheel companies for bikes and, and now wheelchairs. I mean, they're building carbon fiber rims and hubs. I mean, I think wheels are almost down to like a pound each. So, you know, it's that kind of stuff when, you know, you don't even feel what you're pushing. So again, back to the end user, less damage on the shoulders, less fatiguing, allowing us to stay up longer. Um, you know, what's worse than spending six hours, eight hours a day at work, getting home and all you got to do is get out of your chair and stretch out, right? It's not really a quality of life. So the advancement of lightness of chairs, components that go with those chairs, you know, better bearings, better tires, better wheels, cat, like everything. Um, it's quality of life. You know, you can get home and still hang out for a few more hours and do everything else. And, and again, um, be like everyone else, right? The, the chairs shouldn't be a differential between, you know, me and the guy standing beside me. No, yeah, it shouldn't, should be an obstacle. It should be kind of the tool to be able to let you get around and help you get around not be the obstacle correct yeah that's cool that's interesting um uh i mean that's pretty much all i had to ask you for today is there anything else um like a little more techie that you see coming out as far as like i don't know if there's like toys for wheelchairs you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know much about the uh, fully electric wheelchair world either if there's some more like techie gizmos coming out for stuff like that um it's a good question. You know, I, I, I don't, we never know until the next product's released, right? Um, what we have seen is, is because of COVID, right? Um, we usually have trade shows. There is the Rhea Care um, massive show in, uh, in Europe that comes out every year. Um, that's where we see all the new stuff happening. And, and I, I'm not sure to, how to answer that. I mean, the, right now, Power assist, that is number one of everything that's in front of the line. Um, the electronics coming out on the power chairs, they're just getting better and better every year. Um, like a lot of them now, you know, you're programmable through your smartphone. 
And um, I can just see, if you ask, say, you know, manual chairs, I see them just getting lighter. I see them getting better um, because of that lightness and maneuverability. With power mobility, I just see the performance of driving becoming better. Um, again, more responsive. I mean, I've seen people drive with, uh, you know, a, a wink of an eye, you know, just being able to have that one function, um, people being able to live a better life. You know what I mean? Like the technology is just, everything is getting easier. And, and that I think is just from all of the behind the scenes, right? I mean, myself and all the other vendors in, in the world and stuff, I mean, we show the end user what the product is, but what's behind it all, Dave, is what's really fascinating. I mean, the, um, the amount of tech training and how they have to build this equipment to make sure they're perfect for us when we get it. Um, it's behind the scenes. I think that's, uh, that's really technology growing is gonna make things even better is, is what I, my thoughts are, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to see some of these bigger companies like their R&D division, you know what I mean? Like what they're up to. It'd certainly be uh, interesting to find out. Well, I, I've seen a few manufacturers, like I've seen Perm, I've seen um, Ride Designs. I'll touch on that one quickly here, but um, as soon as I'm done, but it, a lot of people always say, well, why does this chair cost 20 grand? Or why does this cushion cost three grand? And why does this and that? Well, what it costs to put that product on the market for R&D and for resna testing and CSA approvals. And like, you know, you have to have everything stickered, documented, insured, um, the liabilities you got to like that cushion better not fail. My chair better not break that wheel better not like what happens if that caster falls off. Right. You got to remember that all of that happens for a reason. And that is, part of the reason why this equipment is as expensive as it is because they got to spend a million dollars before they can produce that wheelchair to sell it to Dave and me and everyone else. Right. So um, that's, it, it's pretty phenomenal. And, and like being in some of those corporations and companies of manufacturing, um, it was an eye opener for me. Right. Like there's a, there's a product called, and I think I showed you a sample of it, a, a ride custom cushion. And I went to Colorado and I know the owner personally, Joe and Tom, and, and I went through there for my training course and I, I looked at this and, and how they built these cushions. I was blown away. Like we, we do a mold up here in Canada. We, you know, do a scan of it now. It gets sent to them and, and they basically like a CNC machine cuts a wheel. Okay. This CNC machine cuts a block of foam and takes mine and yours and whoever else's scan of their butts um and turns it into a cushion right so you know uh, it was an eye-opener that's all i gotta say like it, it it makes sense to me after i saw why the product costs three plus thousand dollars um you know they got to make sure that you're not going to get hurt sitting in that wheelchair because it's not as bad in canada but in the u.s if you get a pressure sore and, and, and it's caused from that cushion I mean, the first thing they do in the U.S. is call their lawyer, right? So it, it, that's, why, that's why it is what it is, Dave, I think, you know, and why, you know, these things cost that much. It's because 
they have to be tested and they got to make sure it meets all these requirements prior to you and I sitting on them. For sure. It's not, well, I mean, obviously it's not your average product, but even most products you're buying, you're not using them 12 hours a day or you're not, you know what I mean? Like you said, if you're sitting in your chair 10 hours a day, you're using it 10 hours a day every single day. So that's wear and tear to the max for sure. Yeah. Well, Dito, I want to thank you so much for taking the time uh, to talk to me. It's been really interesting. I definitely want to check out some more of this power assist stuff. Uh, I've never actually even really tried one on my chair, but uh, it's certainly something that interests me. Well, once we, uh, once we finalize uh, your new chair that we're going to be building for you stuff, um, I got uh, units available. I mean, uh, national seating and mobility. We do have exclusivity for tri-ride power assists um, for uh, Western Canada. And, um, you know, it's, it, it'll be something I, I think what we should do, bud, is we should get you actually to use it. And, uh, we should probably turn back and come back at this again and have a conversation. You can tell me your thoughts on, on what these new things are all about, yeah, um, you know, get the hand on what's going on. Yeah. That sounds good to me, man. That sounds like a plan for sure. All right. Well, I'll let you get back to it, Dino. Thanks again so much for joining us. Um, uh, and I'll throw down some contact info in the link below, whatever you're clicking to listen to this. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much to Dino for joining me. Uh, that was really nice of him to take the time and it was a cool conversation. Uh, the power assist stuff. Uh, it's really interesting. I love how he talked about it. it touches even on mental health and just making life easier and even more normal and letting you access places that you'd be currently access them like going out with the guys for a few beers or doing whatever you gotta do might be a bit of a cardio workout right now too and that's not necessarily what you want so the power assist helps you get around uh, some of the more gnarly areas you can get to with something like the bowhead which we touched on uh, which is super rad and it's an absolute dream machine from what i can see i definitely want a bowhead i want all things bowhead i want to know more about it uh, i'm gonna try one hopefully uh, so we'll talk about it on the show. So that's really all I have for this week. Um, uh, I'd love to say that I'm going to have an episode every week. I'm not sure if that'll happen at first. It's certainly the goal. Uh, but we'll play by ear. I'm going to do what I can. Um, uh, hit me up on Instagram, the.wheellife, or email me, the underscore wheellife at yahoo.com. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time.